Hey, welcome back to Fig and Farm at Home. I am so glad you're here. This week, we are talking about the dirty. We are. We're getting down and dirty and talking about how to create a system that works for you so that it's not dirty any longer. Are you curious what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about the laundry. We are going there. I've had a request to talk a little bit about systems that keep the home running. Of course, we know here at Fig and Farm that we are all about creating beautiful spaces and intentional spaces so that you can spend time with the people who you share your home with. But sometimes it comes with doing the chores, just doing the dang thing. <laughs> so we're going there today. We're going to be talking about the system I created for laundry and not necessarily why you should use that specific system because we all know that we are all so different and our home needs are all so different, but how you can create one that works for you. I'm breaking it down for you today. But before we do that, I wanted to share with you a review I got last week that just made my day. Here it is from Hey Hey Emma J. At first I read it, Hey Hey Emma J, but I'm gonna go with Hey Hey Emma J. And I really like the sound of that. Hey, hey, Emma J. Oh, I'm so glad you found Fig and Farm at home. And I'm assuming your name is Emma. So hey, Emma, this is what she says. Just started listening to you today on my morning walks and can't wait to walk again tomorrow so I can listen again. Thank you for being so inspirational. Hey, hey, Emma J. I am so glad you found Fig and Farm at home. I hope that you find some value in the things that I teach here. I hope that you come and join us in our Facebook community where we have daily inspiration and sometimes challenges along the way. And I want to hear more about what it is that you're trying to accomplish in your home. Do you have projects you want to work on? Do you have things that you are aspiring to or questions you have? And if you are like Emma and you have found the podcast, you've learned something new, you're inspired and you want to bring me on your morning walks, yay! I am so excited that I get to go with Emma on her walks, quite honestly, because when I started teaching these mamas, I actually started in my Facebook group and I started with video recordings, talking to the camera. And I realized pretty quickly on that you don't want to watch me talk. You want to listen so that you can do things like walking like Emma does, or sitting in the carpool lane waiting for your kiddos, or going to do errands. I'm making it, I hope, efficient for you to learn the information so that you can then apply it in your own home. But if there's something that you've learned, if you are new-ish or you've been around for a while and you haven't yet left a review, I sure would appreciate you doing that. It allows other people just like, hey, hey, Emma J, to find me, to be inspired, to bring me along with her on walks and to take action on the things that she's learning. So if you have been listening for more than three times, you are my girl, sister. You are my design bestie and we need to connect, but you need to share that love with others so that they can find me too. That would be awesome. And you can do this this way. I get a lot of questions actually. How do I leave a review? Here's what you do. If you are on Apple Podcasts, search for my show, Fig and Farm at Home, and my show will pop up with the most recent podcasts. Probably like three to five will be at the top of the page. If you scroll down about halfway, you're going to see the number five, you're going to see five stars, and then you're going to see a little thing underneath the five that says write a, re write a review. That's where you do it. If you can click five stars and then write the review, what it is you've learned, what it is you have been inspired by, how it is the show has impacted you, and and then press submit. Easy peasy. 
When you share how you have been inspired, do you know what happens? I get inspired. I get inspired to continue creating, to continue pouring into you. Hearing from you allows me to create content for you. That's what that does. So it inspires me big. It blesses me big. And I can't wait to hear from you just like I did from Hey Hey Emma J. All right, let's dive into today's topic. One requested by you about creating systems. So we're going to go there. We're going to clean all of our laundry in an efficient way that doesn't suck all your time or drain all your energy. Enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is. But our culture has shifted, and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget. Like ramen eating, goodwill shopping budget and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. I've never heard anyone say that they love doing the laundry. Have you, have you ever heard anyone say, you know what my favorite chore is? I just love doing the laundry. I love keeping ahead of the game. I love keeping ahead of the schedule. Or I don't really care if there is laundry piling up and oozing from whatever room it should be in into hallways, into floor surfaces where it shouldn't be. And you know what? Who cares if we don't get to it for a while? Have you ever heard that? And if you have, you are, hi, you're the unicorn. (laughs) You are the needle in the haystack and I want to meet you. So make sure you come to the Facebook group, introduce yourself as the I love doing laundry queen because that's what you are. What I hear most often is the frustration surrounding the system that is probably most likely lacking. But this chore that is not ever ending, this chore that seems to go on for days and weeks and months and years, and it just doesn't ever quit. It can be tiresome and tedious and important because we all need to do our laundry, but what I hear is the frustration surrounding the chore. But what I'm really hearing is the frustration surrounding the lack of system put in place in order to make it more efficient. Now, I wouldn't say that I am loving doing the laundry, but I would say after really taking a deep dive, hard look <laughs> at the system that was broken and not working for me during the, the beginning of the summer and changing it, I can say I don't mind it, quite honestly. It is not frustrating for me anymore. It is something that I've worked into a system over the course of time and I've tweaked it and I've made it work for me. So that's what we're talking about today. Now, here's the thing. I know that I can share my system with you and I will, but I know too that there are so many ideas out there. There are a lot of smart people who've developed a lot of smart systems and that is fantastic. But not one of them is going to necessarily translate well to your home because you are unique. Your home situation 
is different than the person who's listening next to you. It just is. If I talked to 20 of you and we were to talk about what we what our home life looks like, they would all be different. Maybe we are single parents. Maybe we are multi-generational families. Maybe we have no kids. Maybe we have small kids. Maybe we have kids who are super active. Maybe we have a minimal home or a home that has too much stuff. Whatever our home situation is, the system I'm saying today is not necessarily going to be the answer to your problem, the laundry problem. Okay, (laughs) are you like, well, then why are you talking? Here's why. Because I want to help you learn how to create one for your own for your own self, for your own home, for your own family. I want to give you the tools that I used to develop the system that works for me where I can finally now say, I don't hate the laundry. I don't mind doing the laundry. Do I love it? No. And I don't think I ever will say I love doing the laundry. Maybe when I have grandbabies, I bet I'll say I love doing the laundry then. Right now, I don't love doing it. I do it. It's not a chore in the sense that it's a burden. It is a chore in the sense that it just needs to be done, but it's not burdensome. And I want to give you the steps that I took in order to create a system that finally, finally works for me, that is no longer broken, that is working harder for me than I am for it. Now, If you listen to nothing else in today's episode, I want you to pay attention to that statement. And I'm going to say it again. We have rooms in our home, furniture in our home, things in our home, systems in our home. And those things should be working harder for us than we work for it. They should. And my laundry room was one of those places where I was working extremely hard in order to make that laundry room work for me. But it needed to be working hard for me, not me for it. Here's what was the situation. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to tell you what what my problem was, how I fixed it, and then I'm going to give you the steps I took in order to create the system that is finally working for me. And I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give you that illustrative example so that you can see how I plugged in those four steps into my situation and how I think you can do it to yours too. Here's what was happening. And this is actually the first step. The first step is to identify the problem. What is the problem with your current laundry situation? Now, if you are that unicorn, if you are the one who's saying, I don't have a problem, then awesome. You know what? Please share this with someone who you know, because chances are if you, my dear, my dear unicorn, if you asked 10 of your friends, hey, do you like doing laundry? Tell me about your laundry. You would find at least half of them are in a situation where it's not working. Something is overwhelming to them in the way that the laundry system is working in their current home. So pass it along. (laughs) Okay, so here was the problem. Identifying the problem is the first step. My problem was not in doing the laundry. Doing the laundry could be your problem, and we are going to talk about that specifically in a minute. But my problem wasn't doing the laundry. My problem wasn't folding the laundry. My problem was making sure I had space for the clean clothes until the kiddos who were responsible for putting their clothes away had time to put them away. Here's what it looked like. Years ago, I developed a routine to get the laundry done. So I'm constantly getting laundry done, but what I'm waiting for is like the piles of clean laundry to be done, to be put away. And I didn't have any space in my laundry room 
in order to fold clothes, first of all, or put their baskets. So we had like a stack of four baskets and I would sort their clean laundry into their like baskets. So each each child had their own basket that they took care of when they had a chance. Now we're busy, we're constantly busy, we're constantly on the move, and these baskets would sit in the hallway full of clean clothes until the kiddo had a had chance to put them away, to fold them and put them away. Now, I'm being realistic here. They weren't folding them. Sometimes they just shove them into their drawer. But whatever they did with their clean clothes, it's their responsibility now that they're older and it's no longer mine. And those clean clothes hampers sat in the hallway, sometimes for a couple days. And if one kiddo was maybe away for the weekend or maybe at grandma's for the week or whatever, they would sit in the hallway then for a week. And what happened was if we would have friends come over, we would have people come over, I would move those clean laundry bins back into the laundry room in order to just, you know, not have junk in the hallway, right? You just kind of put it away. But what then happened (laughs) was it started becoming really problematic because the kiddos would go into the laundry room. They wouldn't take the, after the friends left, they wouldn't take out the clean laundry bin. They wouldn't put it away. They wouldn't put it back in the hallway. They would kind of climb over it to put dirty clothes on the floor, you know, wet, stinky, sockery clothes. Or they would then go in and they would upset kind of the the stuff that was in there in order to get the dryer, the, the other thing that wasn't in their laundry bin. It just became a mess. And what happened was sometimes if they went into the laundry room to drop off a dirty clothes, it would mingle with the clean clothes. And I ended up doing multiple loads of laundry twice because of that lack of space for storing clean clothes until my kiddos could put them away. Yeah. Are you saying annoying? Yes. It was incredibly annoying and super frustrating. And on top of that, I wanted to have a flat surface where I could, if I wanted to, fold the towels before I put them away or fold the napkins or fold my laundry. I didn't have that. What I had was a room that is just a teeny tiny bit too small with a side-by-side washer and dryer, a shelf that is extremely inconveniently too high, and a space for a triple storage laundry bin. That's what I had. And then I, you know, hung my ironing board or something on the wall. It was not anything to look at, but I wasn't worried about the way that it looked. I was worried more about the way that it functioned because my room was not working for me. It wasn't. That shelf that was too high, that shelf that was the builders put in before I even moved in, that I'm a tall person and that shelf, I had to tiptoe to get onto the shelf. And if I really wanted to get it, I needed to get the step stool. How inconvenient is that? That's not (laughs) useful at all. So I clearly understood my problem. My problem was I couldn't, we, we couldn't fold laundry fast enough. That was my problem. Now, step two is identifying the solution to that problem. The problem, I could not fold my laundry fast enough, my clean laundry fast enough. Kiddos were in school. They had obligations. They couldn't fold it fast enough before I kept doing more laundry. The solution needed to be a place for me to put clean laundry so that it wasn't hanging out in the hallway. 
what was I going to do? Now, when I knew what the problem was, I wasn't then going back and looking at Pinterest. I wasn't looking at all the pretty laundry rooms. I wasn't going down the rabbit hole and thinking, oh, what does Miss Betty do for her laundry system? Oh, what does Susie Q down the street, what does she do for her laundry system? I was diving deep into my problem, the problem I was having in my home, in my laundry room, and how that room was not working for me. And I was brainstorming solutions in order to come up with a way that would make it so that it would be more efficient for me. And once I realized I need some sort of stacking system where I can put these clean laundry hampers, there's three boys, there's me. Also, I needed a fifth one because I did want one storage for dirty towels. I did want that. So I needed five holders, a space for five holders. That's when I went to Pinterest. I didn't go to Pinterest straight away when I realized what my problem was, or even before I realized my problem. I had to identify the problem. I had to identify the solution. And then I went to Pinterest to see if I could think of any creative ways or see any creative ways or gather inspiration in order to help me reach my solution. A lot of us, what we do is before we even know what the problem is, we go to Pinterest. And that is a, honestly, it's a waste of time. Because until you know what the problem is, until you know what your solution needs to be, you are going to be spinning your wheels and you might end up finding something that could possibly work, but it's going to be one of those needle in a haystack kind of situations that you might land on it really without forethought. And I want you to do some thinking. I want you to do some critical thinking, identifying the problem, identifying the solution, and then brainstorming ways to get that solution. So I didn't find anything on Pinterest. I didn't find anything at all, so I used my own brain. <laughs> and I decided I want a countertop, and I want a lower shelf, and I wanted a stackable shelf that could hold five laundry bins. That's what I wanted. And I started looking. I wanted to do it really inexpensively. I started looking to see if I could find, maybe on Facebook Marketplace, some really inexpensive bookshelves where I could just retrofit the shelves and make what I needed, maybe punch out the back and make what I needed. And as I thought about that, I thought that doesn't necessarily align with the way that I like to create beautiful spaces. I could probably paint it and I could probably retrofit the tabletop that I wanted to build and attach it to it. But I ultimately decided that that was just not going to happen. I think I would, aesthetically speaking, I would not be pleased with the way that it looked. I think it would look a little bit janky town and I didn't want janky town, but I did want big, big transformation. And if you've been following for a while, you actually got to see this process happen live if you chose to join me on it because I shared I shared multiple updates throughout the process. I shared multiple updates on my YouTube channel. Yes, I have one of those. It's very, very silly. But I shared multiple updates on that so that you could see the process unfold in real time. And I spent $400 to do it. It meant gathering things that I had in the home, using and reusing. It meant selling some things I I was getting rid of, like that triple hamper storage system. Because remember, my, my problem was not having space for dirty clothes. My problem was having space for clean clothes. I needed a space for clean clothes. So I got rid of the dirty laundry storage system. I got rid of a lot of the different things in there and I used what I had to create what I think is one of the most beautiful rooms in my home. I love going in there. I have a little table lamp set on the shelf that's really now more appropriate at an appropriate level. 
I have some artwork in there and it's just pretty. I do not mind doing the laundry, but that it isn't because it's pretty that I mind it. It's because of the system I developed. Now, what it looks like is when I do the laundry and I take out the clean clothes, I take out each child's basket and I sort them directly into the basket and I put it, put their basket back on their shelf. And then if they get to it that day, awesome. If they get to it the next day, awesome. If they're at grandma's for three days and don't get back to it for three days, great. It is sitting there waiting for them. It's not littering the the middle of the hallway floor. It is not spilling out into other spaces and it's definitely not any longer mingling with dirty clothes. My system is working. Now, how do we develop a system for you? You might be thinking, okay, well, that's awesome for you, Danny, but that's not my problem. My problem is not having enough time in order to really get the laundry done. My problem is not having enough time to fold the laundry. My problem is not having enough help to get the laundry done. My problem is I work three jobs and I just can't do it. So here's how I'm going to help you today. What I want you to think about are these three things. And I think I said four earlier, but there are three steps to creating a system that works for you. The first one is yes, absolutely identifying the problem. What is it? What is your problem? And what is it that's making it super not efficient for you? What is it that's holding you back, driving you crazy, driving you bonkers, making it so that it is more difficult for you than it should be? Ask that question. In fact, ask that question and that maybe that question alone, what is it for you that is making this chore more difficult for you? We know that this is a chore in this, the simplest sense of the word, that it has to be done. We, Unless we just buy disposable clothes, which I don't know anyone who does, we just need to do it. And unless you hire someone who does your laundry, which could potentially be a solution, but I don't know anyone who has that job or who can do that, <laughs> we just need to do it. So what is then the thing that is making this chore harder for you than it needs to be? Is it that you don't have a big chunk of time? Is it that you really want to have a laundry day and you don't have four hours to do it? Is it that you don't have time or don't have the desire to have a laundry day because that sounds terrible and tedious, but you want to do it interspersed throughout the day and you don't know how to make that happen? Is it that you can't fold the, the clothes because there's just too many and you need a little bit more time? Okay, once you identify the problem, I want you to think about the solution. I want you to think about what it is you need in order to combat that problem. For me, my problem was I didn't have space to store clean clothes. My solution was I needed to create a space to, to store five baskets so I could have my clean clothes hanging out in the basket. What is your solution? Do you need to carve out a three-hour chunk of time? Do you need to recreate habits so that you can do laundry throughout the day? Do you need to have a conversation with a spouse or the kiddos to invite them in to help you out? What is the solution for you? And then we're going to work backwards in order to create that solution. Now for me, working backwards meant I laid out a plan, I drew up the design, I went through my garage, I looked at all of the leftover materials we had, and I went to town. I built, my husband built, I painted, I stenciled, I did all kinds of fun things in there to make it really aesthetically pleasing. That, again, is not the answer to my solution. But because I was creating the solution, the storage tower and the tabletop, 
because I was creating that, it was an, a domino effect. But really, the building of the tabletop and the storage tower, that is the solution. But what is it for you? Do you need to look at your schedule and look at ways that you can recreate habits in order to insert more time? And I'm guessing most of you land there. I'm guessing. So here is step number three. Step number three is habit stacking. And it's something that you are doing right now, whether you realize it or not. It's something that you are already super proficient in, and you probably don't even know it. You might not even have a name to it. Here's what I mean. Habit stacking is when you have a routine that is just so commonplace that you do things over and over and over again without even thinking about it. Like, take for example, your morning routine. What do you do first thing in the morning? Well, you probably wake up to your alarm. You get out of bed, you might go potty, you might brush your teeth, you might change into uh, workout clothes, cozy clothes, whatever. Go downstairs, turn on the coffee, grab your newspaper, maybe you play a game of Wordle, you might have a devotional, you drink your cup of coffee, now it's time to wake up kids, you go wake up kids, you make breakfast, you're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. And just in that scenario, I gave you an example of a habit stack that had about nine layers. Now here's my habit stack in the morning. I wake up, I am greeted by the meowing kitties who are saying, yep, it is time, and they're following me around telling me I need to hustle so that I can feed them. I use the restroom, I change into workout clothes, they continue following me downstairs, meowing the whole way to tell me it's time for food, which I then feed them. I feed them, I have a green juice, I have a devotional, I make sure the kitties have both eaten what they needed to eat, I go work out, I come back, If the kiddos are not awake, I wake them up, I have a cup of coffee, I help kiddos get ready for their day, their lunches have already been made, and then I take someone to school. Did you count all of those things in that morning routine? I can literally, I can literally set my clock to that routine because it is pretty much the same day in and day out. Every once in a while, I might sleep in just a little later and I might remove the workout in the morning. Every once in a while, I might have coffee first rather than my green juice, but they are pretty much the same every day. So what happens if you know that you need to create a system for you that works to, uh, to get more time in your day, more time to do the chores that you're not really wanting to do? If you need to create more time inserting laundry into that habit stack or any habit stack you have throughout the day is going to free up a lot more time. So for example, here's what I do. I'm going to go through that morning routine again, and I'm going to tell you how I get my laundry done and how doing the laundry has never been the problem for me. Wake up, get dressed, go potty, feed the kitties, drink the green juice, go work out, come back, have my coffee, go upstairs, wake up the kids, do a load of laundry come down, get them all settled for the day. All doing the load of laundry means is I am putting a load of laundry in the wash. If I need to transfer something, I transfer something. But generally speaking, my washing machine is open. I insert the the wash and then there we go. There's one load of laundry done for the day. Transferring it to the dryer happens during another habit stacked time during my day. I work from home most of the days. And so usually I have some sort of meeting happening. And before I have that meeting, I always use the restroom. I always refresh my coffee. I sit down for my meeting and then I need to stretch because I've sat too long. My stretch 
used to be walk the dog. Now it is go upstairs and transfer laundry. Put another load in, put the load from the washer into the dryer, and away we go. And before you know it, I have two loads of laundry done before noon. Inserting the little routine into snippets of your day is going to free up a lot more time. Now, if you if your problem isn't inserting little snippets, if your problem is inserting big chunks of time, you want to have that big chunk of time, I bet you have a habit that it can fit nicely into. Is Thursday night TV watching a routine for you? Do you have three shows that you absolutely love to watch every Thursday night? Awesome. Leaving that big chunk of time and using that as its own habit stack can be really useful for you. Before you sit down and watch your show, go and do a load of laundry. Come down, make your popcorn, relax, maybe set the timer so you can get into the routine of it. Three commercials in, go upstairs, transfer laundry, come back down, enjoy your popcorn, maybe your wine, and finish watching your show. At the end of the show, go back up. Now you're ready to bring down the fresh load of laundry so you can fold it while you're watching your second show. And you have another load in the washing machine. Before you go to bed, transfer that one into the dryer, and you have just done two loads of laundry. So thinking about what it is during the solution phase, thinking about what it is you really need in order to accomplish the goal of this ongoing chore, this daily, weekly, monthly chore, not even monthly, I mean, are we kidding? Daily or weekly chore, what do you need? What is it that you need? And be really specific about it. Now, my dad, he is a... I do the laundry once a week kind of guy, (laughs) but it's just him. Someday I'll be there. Right now I'm not. I have to do multiple loads a day in order to stay current, (laughs) in order to make sure that my children are walking around in clean clothes. Friends, I hope that was helpful for you. I hope that you found a little bit of value in hearing my system, but also learning that you have the tools right now at your fingertips to create a system that works for you. When you identify the problem, not just the, I don't like it, but you identify what the problem is that's that's making the chore more unbearable, more difficult than it needs to be. And then when you really think about the solution that would help you combat that problem, but the The thing about these two things is you have to ask the right questions. You have to not just think, why does it bother me? Well, it bothers me because I have to do it over and over. It bothers me because my children wear clothes. Okay, that's not it really. It bothers you because there's inefficiency. What is the inefficiency? What is making it harder for you than it needs to be? And what solution can you create in order to combat that inefficiency? What can make that chore more efficient? and less burdensome, how that system can work for you and you not for it. Asking those questions is going to help you then have a fruitful search on Pinterest to help you maybe create or generate ideas and inspiration, or maybe even find someone's system because you know there's a thousand on there. Find someone's that's really going to mesh well with what it is you need because you've first identified the problem and the solution you'd like to get to. And then habit stacking is always a great way to increase more time and habit stacking is always a great way to give yourself a little bit more time or big chunks of time so be mindful of that the things that you already do the things you already have going for you the ways that your daily routine is already working for you the way we are creatures of habit and if we can break that down and understand how we are already creatures of habit we can insert those teeny tiny little snippets into our day in order to make our days more efficient as well 
Friends, I hope that was helpful. I want you to pop into my Facebook group and tell me what laundry system do you use? Is it efficient? Is it not? Is this something that you want to chat about? I'm happy to book a call. My decorating SOS sessions are meant to help you get unstuck in whatever way you are stuck. And if that stuckness is your laundry and having a system that works for you, I can help you walk through that problem. I can help you walk through creating a solution that works for you and we can make it pretty along the way. Friends, you have a wonderful day and I will see you next time. Hey, real quick before you go. If you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.